0: This week's sermon from C3 Church Narara We hope you enjoy this message For more information or to contact us Visit c3church.narara.net So what you got You may take a seat. Thank you so much. Blessings, guys. Really appreciate your ministry. How well, how would? Good. My goodness me. Well, what a great privilege to be with you. Thank you so much for inviting me to spend a few moments with you today. Um, you're like me. You're probably extremely excited about what the Lord is doing on the earth. Or you're just freaking out. Okay. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff going on, isn't it? You wouldn't want to read the newspaper and then read your Bible. It's sort of like you're immediately taken into the end times. And you're thinking, like, when is Jesus coming back? Is it tomorrow? Is it the week after? Um, Well, he's got a work to do in our lives, and it's fantastic work that he's doing. And uh, while many uh, Christians are still doing pajama Christianity... Um, they have stuck at home. They haven't been able to break out of their isolation. <laughs> the extroverts have all been out looking for friends and fellowship and everything like that. The introverts are thinking like, nah, I'd just give it another six months and be right. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm enjoying this and my hobbies are getting completed. And so what I find myself doing, I'm always interested in what I find myself being moved into. What's the what's the wind of God directing me into, driving my life towards? And as I begin to um, lean into Him and wait upon Him, I begin to find that he, that He's strengthening places that I didn't know needed strengthening. And so instead of locking down, instead of becoming defensive, even instead of choosing battles to fight, I find my face turned towards Jesus. I find that the desire of the Lord is actually to increase intimacy and strengthen what He's been working on in my life. And so I have, I've got to be honest, um, I have been delighted with the increase of God's drawing in our lives in this season I love the reset I love the fact that God's shaking things off us and reaffirming deeply his commitment to his church he hasn't changed in terms of his sovereignty or his or his reigning and ruling over in the heavens And in the meantime, while we're doing that, we're growing. Our roots are going deeper, and we are experiencing the shaking. But that which God has done in our life is not being shaken. It's being consolidated and strengthened in our lives. And uh, what it has proved, though, is that we've got to get our head into the right place. It's showing us that certain kinds of thinking lean towards fear, lean towards anxiety and create uncertainty. We don't want to be an uncertain people because we have a sureness in Christ that is really not going to be shaken. And so I come this morning and I've got a a little uh, uh, um, encouragement that then I want to pray for some people and I want to lift your eyes towards heaven. I want to open your heart, not... Uh, cause you to close down but open up and get strengthened so that your life as a believer goes from faith to faith and that you're ready for an increase of the Lord's glory coming into your life. And when you gather as God's people, that you're expecting a greater manifestation of the glory of God. So His presence comes in this place. I can't wait until it's so hard to find seats because the the presence of the glory of God that you actually have to do like the smoke in the room and you're crawling along on your knees I'm gonna find a seat somewhere around here because of the magnificent glory of God that's come in amongst His people and He's drawing other people to come and experience what it means to be absolutely and entirely saved. Released from not only their childhood traumas, but their future fears. So that our history and our, our, our today and our future all comes together in one glorious expression of Jesus. So we have, uh, I've come with a, a verse uh, for you today, uh, um, it's in Psalm 32 and verse 8, if we could just pop that up there. And the scripture says, I'm, I'm reading it from here because um, I will never, I will teach you. What does it say? I will teach you, instruct you. I will teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Listen to me. God's going to open up your ability to perceive. As he speaks into your life, as a church, as a family, as a husband and wife, as a mom and dad raising kids, as a man in business, as a woman doing business. He's going to open your eyes to perceive what he's doing. That's one aspect of what he's going to do. The other aspect is that I will guide you with my eye. other otherwise, I'm going to watch over you. And at the appropriate time and in the context of your life, I'm going to give you counsel. I'm going to draw you back to a scripture that I've spoken into your heart in years gone by. And I'm going to make it alive now. It will feel like a conversation between me and you. It will feel like a visitation of encouragement. Whereas before, when you're looking at your future, you weren't, be able to, you weren't able to quite define, see clearly what was going on. But now, you'll be able to see. And all of a sudden, because you can see, have you got any idea the power of seeing has on your life? It causes rest to come into your heart. It gives grace to your inner life. So now that you can, you can relax a little bit, you're not going to stress out, you're not going to panic because you don't know what to do. And you're going to be free from the world's demands if you can see what the Lord is showing you. It's extraordinarily empowering just to see. Everything that we have in front of us has been seen by somebody before it's been assembled. An architect looks at a piece of land and he hears the ideas that somebody's doing and then he frames them into a design that can be built. And God looks at our lives and he looks at us and our generation and in our age group and in our context and he says to us, I'm going to show you how to cooperate with me in such a way that your life will be strengthened, that your roots will go deep, but your fruitfulness will be evident to all. I I don't know about you, but as I rest in that myself, I think that is incredibly encouraging. Whether you're younger and older, and I'm older, okay, I've only got two of the sixes, so I need another six to become the devil, Um, but I've got to 66, 66, it's true, (laughs) I can't believe it myself, thanks Caleb, 66, and I'm living in the most exciting days of my life, 66, They tell me that 60 60 is the new 40, because so many, I mean I, I got married at 21, who got married young? Come on, you guys. Absolutely. It's, I, I've got daughters that are like 27, 28. Oh, I don't know whether, oh, you know, was so like, oh, far out. <laughs> <laughs> I had problems at your age. <laughs> You're deciding what you'll eat for dinner. What diet you'll have. It's Unbelievable. So here we are, we're coming into a maturity that we didn't expect to have to face. We've walked through a buffeting that we didn't expect would have to shake us into a new kind of relationship with the Lord. One where we we just said, no, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is who I love. This is what I am wired for. And, And it's been a crisis of identity for many people. And then finally we're finding out, no, 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 I'm a believer. It's not the Beatles song. I'm, I'm a believer. I actually believe in Christ. I believe that he died for me. I believe that he rose again from the dead and I live from victory through him. I believe that God is good. I believe that there is nothing too difficult for God, that all things are possible. As Eleanor said, I said to Chris when she's preaching, I said, why well, have you got me? <laughs> you could have just had Eleanor go there. It's fine. And I don't say that lightly because there's a real seeing on her life. You may not know it. When she's looking at you, you're thinking like, "I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable now." <laughs> That's because you can see what God's doing in you. It's fantastic. Let me just say that to do what I'm talking about, you need to recover something. How are you going to do strength and confidence going forward? Well, it's quite simple. What you're going to do is you're going to recover and encounter with the peace of God that you had before. You're going to go back. If you're not standing in peace, you're going to go back and you're going to recover and encounter where God's word is absolutely confirmed in your heart. It could be your salvation experience. It could be a promise that he's made you. It could be an answered prayer. It could be a testimony. But it's a place where when you go to there and you look up to the Lord, you feel at one with him. My peace I give you, not as the world gives. Let not your heart be troubled. Think about that. Don't let your heart Be troubled. Who's controlling your heart? You are. What's the antidote for anxiety and worry? Peace. Peace with God begins with Him. So, in in, uh, Colossians chapter three, verse fifteen, it says this: "Let the peace of God reign in your heart. Let it reign." Rule, take up the final authority over your decision-making. Let it rest in you. Let it sit on you. How do we do that? Well, as I said, what you do is you first you recover. Go to that place within yourself. Go out, hug a tree, whatever works for you. I said to one of the guys I was talking to just last week, I said, where do you go to for find peace? He said, actually, I'm really good at a uh, cafe. I said, go there. Sit down, look through your journal, hope your journal, look through your journal, find out what God said to you in the past and locate yourself there. Then what you do is you lift up your heart to the Lord and you say, Lord, increase my peace. You grow your peace. Say, for instance, you've only got, like, there's a, uh, you can't see it, but there is a, an outlet here for electricity up here. Say your peace is just big enough to cover that outlet. Maybe it's 30 centimetres 30 by 30 centimetres or small. So you go to the place of peace, and you let the reign and rule of Christ come and impact your heart. Then what you do is you take everything on your mind, and you put it down on a piece of paper. Take it off. And then you spend a bit of time worshipping the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's what you're doing. Don't do anything else. It's called stop. Stop imagining what you're going to do. Stop imagining what's going to happen. Stop imagining if somebody said this, somebody said that. Whatever else is going on, you just stop. How many people are practicing stop? Oh, hang on, everybody does. It's called a red light. How many people just drive through red lights? How many got tickets for driving through red lights? How many people lost their license for driving through red lights? (laughs) Don't do it on a holiday weekend. (laughs) Why don't we do it anymore? Because of the cost. It's the same in God, it's absolutely the same. So when you come up, you got a green light. You you get a boop, 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 boop. That's your spirit saying, "Hang on, hang on, hang on. Caution! This, this, you're running ahead of the peace of God right now. Stop. Come to a stop. Wait. It's not a long time. Could be five minutes. Could be ten minutes. Could be fifteen minutes. Could be a day. Just wait." And let God's sovereignty invade your context. Now, think about what you're going to do from a place of peace. Not from a place of panic. Not because your friend said, we've got to move now. Not because of anything other than you're just waiting let me show you how powerful this is. I want you to stand to your feet. Everybody stand for your feet. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing straight through this because I want to pray for a bunch of people and, and I don't want people to mess out. So um, do this. Stand with your heart towards the Lord and uh, don't worry about what's being said. We're just going to do an exercise, right? Heart towards the Lord. Lift up your eyes. Close your eyes but point your head towards the heavens. Then bring out your hands, both hands, and open them like that. Holy Spirit, pour out the peace of God into each home. You've said when we step into a home, a house that is inhabited by somebody who is worthy, and there is none more worthy than you because we are in your house, Lord. Let your peace come down. So we ask you, Lord, let your peace come down. Right now. Crush all anxiety, all fear. Let the weight of your presence bring to nothing. Worries about children, health, tomorrow, any of those things. Let it come. Come, Lord. Now, let me add to that scripture, Romans chapter 16, verses 20. And it says this, And the God of peace will crush your enemies under your feet. The God who is the God of peace, the weight of his presence in your life, is bringing to nothing every provocation, every torment of the enemy of your soul. And he's doing it just by coming on your life and bringing to stillness your heart so that you can engage and have a conversation with him that's not governed by fear or anxiety, but it's governed by the peace of of your right relationship with Him. So just take a big, deep breath and let the Holy Spirit come into your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Now for many people it takes a bit of practice but take your seat today. What would you imagine would be the most the best answer to any prayer that you could pray? What would you think would be the best answer? Get what you want? <laughs> okay. The best answer, according to the scripture, is that the peace of God ends up guarding you. Which transcends understanding. Because basically what happens is I'm asking for something in prayer which I don't know the implications of. So when I often ask, Lord, give me a Mercedes or something like that. okay, Give me a brand new car he doesn't say so but i don't think about the maintenance program i don't think about the insurances i don't think about the can i am i a good enough driver to drive that ferrari cuz i may not be and it may not be the best thing for me to own but if i have prayed correctly according to Philippians chapter four, then what happens is the peace of God, which passes understanding, will guard my heart. And so in other words, what's happened is God's heard me, put peace in my heart, and then shifted my desire over into his in-basket to deal with. And then he's going to counsel me how to cooperate with him to see a proper outworking of the desire of my heart. How good? You don't look very happy. You think, oh, flip. Okay, so this is the cost of growing up. It's accepting accountability for the decision-making processes that we're engaged in. And it's called maturity. Turn to somebody and saying, oh, come on, grow up. <laughs> right it's sad but it's true and and there's two ways that you grow up in God one is that you deepen the root structure and you get established on the rock who is Christ and the other one is is that through his life flowing through you you become more fruitful and your life expands and impact and influence am I got the right crowd here okay no so You don't want to get distracted by what the world is saying is important. Because you won't win those battles. What you want to do is you want to be in harmony with what God is focusing on. So that you can live at peace while the world is going into frequent flyer mode. Frequent, you know, weird distortions of everything. And out of your peace, you get to bring peace into other people's lives because the ultimate goal is to win others to Christ. Find worthy people and let your peace come down into their life. Okay, so that's me preaching done. Now, okay, so this gorgeous girl, that's your wife, yes? You too, come here. No, it is not. Stand up. Yep. Trying to design you. I know who I'm talking to. Okay, so um, I want to pray that God would release your mind to begin to see your way through the relationships that you're involved in right now and that the voices that have been getting into your head would actually begin to come calm down. It's important that you experience uh, freedom in your particular situation because Byron's a man. Okay, and he doesn't understand what you're talking about. In fact, he not only doesn't understand, he's got no flipping idea, okay, which is different from understanding. That means he doesn't even listen properly to what's going on. Okay, he tries to. I've got to be honest with you, he tries to, but he finds it easier to just pick up a shovel and dig somewhere. Okay, so it's just so much easier to do that. And so what I want you to do is I want you to allow the fact that God knows that you're a beautiful girl that God knows that you're a princess with great capacity and that he wants you to get your eyes on him. If you're looking to him, your smile will be bigger than all of the other smiles in the place. So I want to pray that you have the privilege of experiencing that verse that I just shared, that God's... Guide you with his eye, that he will show you how to unwrap the gifts and the qualities and the abilities that are in your life, and that you will enjoy a really quick growth in the things of God. You're coming into a season where it's been a wrestling match to recover an outworking of God's grace in your life. So we just pray that grace would overflow, let it flow. Don't get distracted by the, um, the thoughts that are destructive to your heart. Just don't agree with them. Just say, hang on, God is good. All the time. Thank you, Jesus. Help her with the grace to deal with all of the kids, their stuff, their challenges. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, bless this man's capacity. Bless his ability, Lord. Quicken the understanding and show him how to cooperate with you in a greater level of faith. I know you've been through a challenge. I know it's been shifting. Don't underestimate the power of God to renew your vision and equip you for the days that are ahead. anytime. Anytime. God's about to break out in the left and in the right, release you into a whole new season of confidence and growth. So your challenge is don't be a pain, okay? Don't be grumpy, don't be tired, don't be sad on the inside. Just think like, wow, okay, that's that season. Let's do another one. Fresh day, new day, blessing on his life. Thank you, Jesus. Cool? Okay. Is this number one? Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just thank you for your great goodness coming into her life. Thank you for her love for people. I thank you that she doesn't have to be understood by all of her friends. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, You're smarter than the average. Okay? Use your brains. Don't worry about whether people friend you or don't friend you or say nice things about you. It's a passing phase, okay? Okay, sweetheart. Right, stand up. Uh, Justin, you better stand and support. Here's this young lady, right, and she's got a really strong prophetic over her life, right? She can hardly contain herself. Um, and I'll say this. You find it really difficult not to have an opinion. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that it's because... You, you feel propelled, in a sense, by God. Now, what he's working on at the moment, which is really disorientating for you, is language. He's working on your language so that by the Holy Spirit, you'll speak the language of resurrection life over people. So it's great. It's easy with kids, but it's hard with adults. Adults resist. They've got all this other spiritual stuff going on over their life, and so they can't hear what you're seeing God wants to do in their life. So I pray that you would recover that great sense of excitement that God is at work in your life. And um, don't worry if you have a few arguments with dad, he can get over it, okay? That's right. You're going to challenge him, and and because you're going to see what you you know the Lord is working on, it's just that you haven't got the breadth of, of the ability to... Um, integrate it into that part of the of the heavenly vision that walks with people quietly. So it's a matter of getting the language from the Lord, releasing the gift. Uh, you're, going to, you're going to be super at it. It's going to be fabulous. Okay. And uh, don't worry if you feel a little bit upset because you've got a husband that can handle a lot of, you know, he's just so cool and calm. And it'll be right, babe. It'll be, everything will be fine. Don't feel upset. And he calms you down. He's like oil. He's like oil on a raging sea, okay? (laughs) Fabulous. What a great partnership. So, Father, I just pray increase the grace over Justin's life. Pour out your spirit, refresh him, and renew him. Thank you, Jesus, and do not ever believe the lie that you're not enough. That's a, that's a really bad lie, really bad lie. You are totally enough. You're the right material, you're the right guy, the right goods. You've got all of it, okay? So it's awesome. Enjoy that. Enjoy being a great couple for God. Um, I'm going to pray for um, Eleanor and Caleb later, and could you? You are married, I hope. Otherwise, I've just put you together and, you know, for a bit. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's sort of exciting because you know that finger that you prod him in the ribs with? You know, he's lost a rib, he's broken. It's over many years of prodding. Um, but he relies on you enlarging the perspective. And, and so it's, it's important that in your fellowship, you don't stop encouraging. And I do mean encourage, that you, you, that you add that dimension. God puts us together to complement one another. Um, we see things from a different angle, but when we converse, we have a conversation, we bring them together under the grace of God. And I see there's an increase of the grace of God coming on your life and a release of that grace and encouragement in the past, what you've done is you've, you've said, well, look, it's not my role, it's not my pace, I'm, I'm sort of a little bit more um, reflective, sit back, but I can see the Lord saying, I want you to step in and encourage, I want you to step in and build up, I want you to step in and be, um, let your heart build up people's lives and you're getting the same, but it's, it's, it's a slightly different expression for you. It's, you're more hands-on. You're, where he is happy to just be there and be encouraging, it's like, let me help you. Let me help you with that. Let me put my hands on you. And I don't want you to underestimate the power of prayer on your life. You can release grace into people's lives. So if you would just do that, it would steady a lot of stormy seas in young people's hearts. It's important that you do that. So um, don't neglect the gift that God has put on your life. Don't second-guess it. Step into it and minister it into people's lives. You can do that. Of course you can. Praise God. I want to pray for um, the young man with the awesome hair and uh, little beard beside you, Mitchell. Um, yeah, that young man there. Look, if you're 66, everybody's young. You know. Like. Thank you, Lord. Um, I see there's a great level of frustration about your life because you can see the future and you don't know how to engage in it. It's like, wow, how difficult. And, and what's happening is God's saying, I am going to break open your heart so that you don't make impulsive decisions, but you step back It's like take a step back into the wisdom of God so he can move you forward with understanding. And in that, as you do it, there is going to be a real release of the spirit of grace over your life. God wants to bring enlargement. You've been linear in your purpose. You've only been one directional. God wants to enlarge that. Uh, The reason he needs to enlarge it so that you'll consider the people and the impact that you're having on the people that you're engaging and working with. So that slows us down, but it actually increases our influence so we can accomplish more. So I want to pray that God quickens the vision in your heart. It's not gone. It's just God saying, no, I'm going to teach you how to respond to the release and the restraint of the Holy Spirit in terms of progressing vision in your life. Thank you for Him, Jesus. Amen. Racing through, racing through. man, come here. He's a good guy, this guy. Thank you, Jesus. Reminds me of Animal Off the Muppets. It's like, it's just no, and 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 not for any, not because he looks like that, but because he's just got this energy all built up inside of him. You know they talk about renewable energy, but you get in the presence of God, you start playing, and you think like, man, this is amazing. This is like, whoa. Father, I just thank you that as that energy of resurrection spirit fills and floods his being, it undoes and releases him from any history that is counterproductive to his well-being and growth, that you undo it, Lord, release him. I see you stepping into a largeness of purpose in God that many will be surprised by and it's not in the role of ministry as people see ministry now, but it's in a sense of kingdom authority. There is, there is a, the, the beginnings and the awakening of a gift of faith in your life where people will talk about stuff and you'll think like, why don't we just do it? And they're trying to sort out all the details and you'll be saying, no, no, I think we should just do it. We should just get into this. And it's like you want to go ahead. That's the spirit of faith in your heart, having confidence that whatever happens, it'll be able to be resolved because God is in what you're doing. Father, I just thank you for what you're doing in his life. I pray that you enlarge his life, that he becomes um, really a force for the goodness of God in the community. Bless him, Jesus. Amen. Good lad. Good, 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 good. Okay, Jonathan, come here. Um, and uh, bring your wife. You're not one now, okay? You never travel as one. Okay, even if you travel as one on your own, you've always got beautiful girl. Um, okay, she's a little bit afraid and timid, not sure. Okay. And you're protective, right? Don't protect her from God. And don't shrink back from God. There's more gifting in your life. You're, you're, you're trying to feel safe in every situation. I want to pray that God would actually release you from that tendency for the purpose of you uh, stepping into a greater courage and boldness, uh, not just in church, not just in the family of God, but in your work situation, in your everyday life, because people tend to look... I, I see, Go past you, walk over you, and I don't want you to experience that. I want you to experience courage and confidence. I want you to, to see the good thing that God has done in your uh, personality, that God does in you and through you. So that you're standing up, you're entirely a complement of Him, okay? Entirely. I know that he's slightly crazy, but it's okay. As he gets older and as you have 15 kids, he'll calm down, okay? He'll just, he'll actually develop into a really good father, but he's just, it's the last vestiges of, you know, whatever. Okay. Beer grills, you know, it's that sort of experience. Okay, so, so what we're doing is we're asking the Lord, bring into your life the enlargement that he's planned for you. And, and it doesn't mean that you're going to get weight. You know, you're not going to put on weight. <laughs> but what you're going to do is you carry God weight. Mm. Increase. And you, you need to practice that receiving peace. Okay? It'll settle your mind and I'll just give you more peace in your thought processes. So if you come in and you see your wife just sitting down peaceful, (laughs) let her be peaceful, okay? Not everybody runs on Red Bull, okay? (laughs) Just a thought. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Father, unlock the gift in his life, not just that willingness to serve, that ability to say yes, but unlock the depth of growth that you want to bring into Jonathan's life for the increase of your kingdom. Because this man knows what authority is about. You're going to pray prayers of authority. He knows how to walk under authority. you see that work really well for his life. Bless you guys. Have fun. Okay. Can I? Um, I should pray for you guys. I'm going to go a little bit over time because I'm not coming back for a while. So. Come on, you guys. I'm, going to, I'm praying for these young guys, okay, if we can. Uh, because it's important, uh, they, they, uh, the shaking, the root structure, the shaking that's going on is shaking you into your true direction in your life. It's uh, causing you to question this, question that, and you're working out where the life of God is in terms of the grace of God in your life. So I see you um, in particular looking into the Scriptures, and I see you sharing with one another what God's showing you in the Word of God, even though you're very busy in the other parts of your life, but I see you having really great understanding, like a coming into an agreement about what the Lord is saying, how he's expressing himself through our life, and how that looks as we go forward into the future. Because you don't, I don't know whether you realize what the Lord is doing, but what he's doing is he's preparing you to, 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 to be shot forth okay. In, in his timing. Don't worry about missing it out. And he'll shoot you into a situation where you're going to take um, large responsibility and incredible fruitfulness is going to flow out of what you're doing. So what he's doing now, he's, he's just joining you and fashioning you and working on you. And um, bringing that into a fruitful um, agreement, relationship. Um, I challenge you guys to pray. Spend time in his presence. Just lift up your heart towards the Lord and let him increase your seeing. Thank you for them. Thank you, Jesus. Um, you already know how to discern things of God, and so there's that what you think sometimes, what other people have said is caution. Actually, uh, in your life is wisdom, and you don't move quickly, but you move con- uh, uh, confidently, purposefully into your future. So I'm praying that God would release faith in your life for that. And um, if your wife says, wait, wait. You're not a superior being, okay? Just in case you thought that. (laughs) So when you feel that weight in your spirit, it's not like, it's like, no, we need to have more of God on this decision than when we step into it. Cool. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I want to pray for uh, the – I don't want to say um, – I want to talk about the man with the glasses with the, the light check shirt just in the middle there. The man? You? Yes? Come here if I could. You don't have to. You can stay there, and I'll just pray for somebody else. But you can come. Um, you feel like your 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 world has been interrupted in some way. You feel like it's been shifted out of uh, the original plan. But in God, you have not been shifted at all. In fact, God's about to reveal His plan in your situation to you, and he's beginning to... You've been wrestling with your mind and your soul about what your situation is. Um, you've been standing at the wrong counter. In, in God's great um, megastore, you can find yourself at the complaints department and you get no response whatsoever because God just hears your complaints. But if you go to the resolution counter... And you step before the Lord and say, okay, I need to have a conversation with you about this because I don't understand what's going on. And you open your heart to hear what the Lord is saying. What will happen is you begin to hear, the, 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 sense the leading of God's spirit. And you begin to receive words of wisdom from the counsel of God about the future steps that you need to take in your life. Because complaint activates... Frustration and anxiety, and it stops hearing the whisper of God. And you need to hear the whisper of God because he's going to guide you with his eye. So, Father, I pray your peace would come upon his life, that he had reset, and he'd come to you in faith and expectation that you're going to guide him into the future. Wonderful Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Okay, you two guys. I'm going to have to call it in. Um, <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so you're being enlarged, uh, not just through babies. and everything. I don't mean like that, okay? What you're doing is, is you're, thinking, you're thinking forward movement, and you, you're feeling the Lord go lateral, and he's just expanding you. So what that means is that you're picking up little insights into the things of God all around, and you think, like, there's nothing, okay? I've got all this. It's like I haven't even got enough to make a salad, I've got little insights into this, insights into that, and I don't know how to put it all together. Don't worry. It hasn't taken its full stature yet, it hasn't grown into its maturity yet. But let me tell you this there is a dignity and a quality about what God is doing in your life that means He's preparing you for the king's courts. That's authority, that's carrying His presence. And so the reason why it feels like enlargement is because he wants to bring a greater portion of his anointing into your life. So that means there's going to be enough. For the children, enough for other people in your life, enough for all of the things that you're putting into context. And you're trying to find a context within your heart, but you're going through a growth process and an enlargement process, and the context won't look clear for a season yet. You're coming into that season, and then it'll make sense. So I just pray that God will bless you and increase you. You feel like your life is a little bit unorganized, not really sorted in the way that you would like to feel assurance and clarity. But I'm sorry. That's just the season that you're in. So don't sweat. Don't worry. Don't get anxious. God's going to supply all that you need. God's going to look after you and set you up for increased authority and grace in your life. Father, I pray for Caleb, I pray that there would be an unlocking of old limitations, that there would be a renewed capacity in his life. You've been uh, looking in some places because you've heard, that's what you've heard, where God is speaking, what God is doing. Uh, You're coming into a season where you're hearing for yourself what the Lord is saying. You're coming into a season where the words that you've uh, meditated on, the scriptures that you've prayed over, the thoughts that you've experienced are actually transitioning into skill sets in your life. And so you don't, it's not just information, it's becoming who I am as a person. And so God is unpacking your identity as a man of God. You know, that's an unusual experience, and it feel very vulnerable in that, but it's actually God provides covering for you, around you, in that setting. So relax and enjoy it. Enjoy the situation that you're in. Enjoy the growth uh, that, you're, you, that you're experiencing. But most of all, enjoy the attention that God's given you, even though it feels uncomfortable at times. So bless him, Lord, and quicken him. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Chris, I need to pray for you before I hand the mic over. Um, uh, Ruth, come on. So um, you're stepping into a whole new season in your life and you haven't done this before, but you're stepping into fatherhood and I'd like you've done fatherhood in the natural, but you're stepping into a role of fatherhood in the body of Christ, whereby young pastors are bringing you up, young uh, young leaders are, are, are talking to you. They're not from your church, they're from other people's places and you're going to feel burdens for, for people that are doing stuff in the things of God. And you're just going to quietly lift them up before the Lord in prayer and before you know it, then they're going to ring you and they're like, Chris, I'm just thinking about this situation. I don't, I'm, I'm not really, could you perhaps listen to me as I talk it out and, and then pray for me? And, and then you're going to find, so, so you're wondering what church is going to look like and God's saying this is what the man of God is going to look like. And so it's going to be a great uh, joy to you as you step into that season And and a great celebration. And Ruth, you're coming into a season where... I don't know how to describe this other than that the words that you begin to get people begin to listen to. In the past, when you've shared what the Lord was showing you, it's 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 almost like they've ignored you. It's almost like one of the old olden day prophets where they've just said, "Yeah, well, well, Ruth's got a gift of prophecy. We're here. Oh no, I don't like what she said," and then they they just close it. It feels like a resistance. And so now what you're doing is you're coming into a place where you're saying, do you know what? I'm just going to share what the Lord has shown me. You can do with it what you like. But I'm going to be true to my Saviour. I'm going to be true to the Holy Spirit. And what you're going to do is you're going to experience an increase of the glory of God in your life. And you're you're going to feel, I am so pleased. I'm just being true to what God's doing in my life. I feel as though I'm pleasing my Father in heaven. And... These guys, take it or leave it, but, but that's what the Lord showed me. And all of a sudden, you're just going to think, well, I am enjoying being who I am, a leader, a mother in Israel, a significant contribu- contributor to the body of Christ, and I'm just enjoying being me. Thank you, Lord. But I do see an overflow into your creative side, and I see you just really enjoying uh, this season in your life and developing so many different, um, it's not really desires, but it's an outworking of of skills and abilities, more of seeings, things that I've seen and I want to do, like, and I can see you just helping people. It's like neighbours asking you, how do you do that in your garden, and you're just going and saying, well, you do this and this, and they're saying, can I come to your church? <laughs> it's almost like they want to be around the glory of God that's on your life and want to be where you're at and some will be close and some will be further away but basically what it's going to result in is a growing of the house of God because there's a mother and father in the house and and people are desperate to find that peace that I was talking about before. Amen, amen.